Hi, everyone. My name is Wendy Manganero, and I am the host of the Wellness and Wealth Podcast. I'm so happy to have you find us. And if you could take a moment and hit that subscribe button, I'd really appreciate it. This is the podcast where we believe when you show up better for yourself as a woman business owner, you show up better for your business. So sit back, relax, and learn from the practical to the woo-woo how to best take care of you. And today I'm excited to bring another guest on. We have Kubra Ozkuvinch. We just practiced that. And she is a trooper. We are recording at one o'clock in the afternoon, East Coast, and she is 7 p.m. where she is. So Kubra is a spiritual teacher, speaker, and astrologer who is on a mission to inspire and encourage other women to live a life up to their potential. She's also a scientist and shares her ways to combine science and spirituality to shift one's reality with ease and joy. She has started the Boldly You movement to support more women so they can show up unapologetically and boldly in life, love, and business. So welcome, Kuba. I'm so excited that you're here. Hi, Wendy. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited and happy to be here today. Tell me what country you're in again. I'm in Belgium, Brussels. Belgium, yes. And we met on a podcast collaboration. And so it's really lovely to meet women from all over the world because everybody brings such fabulous things to the show. And when we got to talk, it's been no different. So what I'd like to talk about today is like, what does alignment mean in the spiritual realm? Well, that's a great question. And I love to answer this one. It means, for me, becoming aware of who you are and what your needs are and doing it in a peaceful way, basically. So that actually brings up another great question of, do you think that women or have you had the experience when you work with women and especially with entrepreneurs, when you ask them that question, well, what do you want? And they don't know. For instance, I've been out of the business interview world for years, but the question, where do you see yourself in five years? That's a stumper for many people because they, I don't know where I'm going to be. Mara, so in regards to spiritual alignment, when we're talking about these things, how do women even start to think where they want to go because most of the time a lot of times women are so busy thinking about everybody else when we asked us that question we don't have an answer well it doesn't matter even though we have an answer because i started my journey when i was studying at university i was planning to become a scientist in the university so i made all my plans yet on the road Things change, and now I am in a better place than I imagined at that time, 16 years back from now. And the same for entrepreneurs and everyone. It is great to imagine what we are going to do in five years or what we would like to do. But there is one important thing here. We shouldn't focus on that five years later's plans. That's great to visualize and it helps to test that reality. But the more we experience, see who we really are, what our truths are, what our needs are, we discover entirely different world within ourselves. And this is why our expectations, our dreams and our imagination change and develop. And this is also why many people, even though they start living at their potential, it never ends and they keep dreaming of something different and they reach another thing than their dreams or beyond their dreams. I think that question is good. Like, 
where do you see yourself in five years, in 10 years? But I think it is not what we should focus on. For me, I, I would ask myself or one of my clients, how would you like to feel in five years? Oh, I love that because I really think that we go into the tasks of what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to do it. And we don't ask ourselves if this is even going to feel the way we would want to feel, especially if you're in the midst of stress that come with the pressure of being an entrepreneur. And I'm very clear that usually most entrepreneurs get into business, especially females, to spend more time with themselves or their children or the family or whatever it is. And then the business starts to grow, which is great, but it becomes misaligned. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great problem for many entrepreneurs, actually. And luckily, we have many different solutions for that problem. <laughs> I know for me, I started my business because I wanted to spend more time with my son. Then my business got really busy. And then all of a sudden, I was like feeling guilty because the amount of time and energy feeling like I had to force to do in my business, I forgot to ask in there, what did I want to feel like when I built this? Was it for ease and flow, or was it for to gain an empire? And although they can both happen, but I think that it's really good to stop and ask yourself, what process of feeling do I want to go through while I'm building? And, and you know what? When you ask yourself where you want to be in five years or in three months or in a month, doesn't matter that at the time is okay, whatever you put there. And the thing is, the universe has like infinite possibilities, but we cannot see many of them. So when we say where I want to be in 10 years, five years or whatever, we also limit that infinite possibilities, this ocean. So we just take a mug of water or possibilities and then say, okay, I don't mind about the rest. I just want to take this mug and the opportunities in it. And maybe there are other opportunities in the rest of the ocean, but when we limit it, we don't receive it. So if we just focus on the emotion, even if you like to manifest 100 or two, three, 400 of money per month, whatever, I don't even do that because I think it is better how I would like to feel. So imagine that you would like to have a tour all around the world and you want to do it with a motorbike and you keep saving money for that tour. And I think it is also something limiting those infinite possibilities because we just focus on to have the worldwide tour with a motorbike, how the motorbike come to us or how we are going to quit our job or how we will afford it. It is not our business, actually. It is the universe who's supposed to think about the rest. So let me ask you this, because part of what you help with is self-worth and entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs, I feel in an area, so they start a business. But I know that for a lot of women, we suffer from self-worth issues and we don't even yeah. sometimes know that's what the cause of the fear, the lack of growth, the feeling of lack is. And so in your experience, why do you think so many female entrepreneurs suffer from this? How do they even know that this has been the yeah. issue? Yeah, it's a little bit hard to understand when we have a worthiness issue, but there is a very easy way to understand this. And it is also related with the movement you mentioned in the beginning. Basically, while many female entrepreneurs 
struggle with self-worth, they check every requirement to become a successful entrepreneur, yet they struggle to expand and have more wealth and prosperity in their lives. This is because when we have a to-do list and we check all of them, we act from a place of our masculine energy, but we're supposed to feel and be in this feminine energy and act from a place of this feminine energy. And when we are lack of self-worth, we ignore that truth because when you are feeling that you are good enough, you are worthy, you can do it. Imagine that these good affirmations and you don't question yourself or you don't judge yourself if you are going to succeed or not. And when we act from a place of masculine energy, we stay at the questioning level. And the thing is, what I would like to mention here, reconnecting self-worth is essential for entrepreneurs because an entrepreneur is an individual who takes the risk to start their own business based on an idea or a desire of their soul. But why do we start a business? I think people, at least from my experience, I I do something really well. People have told me to do this. I don't know if it always comes from a place of passion. I think it turns into that. I don't know if it starts there, though. No, actually, it's a good point because for some people, they are doing their passion like me and you. But for some people, their passion is to communicate, have a better network and have a better amount of money. So they create ideas to get their passion. So it could be a different motivation for each of us. That's normal. But why would we take such a risk and become an entrepreneur instead of receiving monthly paychecks and letting others take the risk? I think there is some sort of belief that you can do that. You have to start somewhere. I do think from the amount of people I've worked with, There are two different types of entrepreneurs. There's one who from, yes, I can do this. And unfortunately, they hit the first rock in the road or the pebble or the boulder, whatever it is. And they're like, we didn't know it was like this because they're thinking of, I'm going to just make all this money without the thought process of what it takes in business. So, But at the start of it, I think there is some sort of belief system that you can do it. I think it's sustaining that belief system. Absolutely. And there is one important thing for me. It's clear we are soulful beings and I'm not talking about only the spirituals, but every single entrepreneur has an aligned side so they can follow their intuition according to how more of what they want. As we mentioned earlier, it could be money. For most of us, it is freedom as you and me. For some people, it's fame or empowerment or networking. It could be many different things like when we talk about the motivations. But we all know the common point is we all know what we want. Or sometimes we just follow a hunch and we have the bravery, we have the courage to follow that hunch and we end up in a story that we are living a life with at our potential. But sometimes it's not that easy passing through from following the hunch and living a life at our potential because there is a huge ocean here for us, a wait for us to pass. And what I'm thinking, what we can do is reconnecting our worthiness because we can see what we want and we can willingly take the risks. But this void that many entrepreneurs 
fall into is basically related to self-worth because as an entrepreneur, we all know this passion is important. So we have it, we all have it. And this is why we are trying, we take the risk and visibility, credibility, commitment, reliability, references, and this kind of things. But we won't talk about all of them, of course, because my expertise is on worthiness. And so we will be talking about how we can develop a different understanding on this subject. I have faith in my and everyone else's soul. So as an individual, I believe that we are all here to see and activate one super important thing. In your experience, we're supposed to be in touch with our own soul so we can figure out our own worth. But how do women entrepreneurs who still go outside of themselves for their self-worth find their self-worth inside of that noise? It requires a good amount of self-work. I read in a book, I don't remember in which one, but there are plenty of restaurants, plenty of Chinese restaurants in the town but there is one special restaurant that you love to eat or spend time with friends. How would it be if the owner of the restaurant would think, oh, there are plenty of Chinese restaurants in the town and he would change his mind. You wouldn't have that favorite restaurant of yours. And it's the same for entrepreneurship. We all are unique. And I truly believe in that. We all generate cult at different frequency than each other. Even though we do the same work, we only attract people who has a similar frequency with us. And this is why actually sisterhood can rise in this era, because even though we do the same work, if we support each other, if we share our posts or we meet in chats, even though we would do the same work, it wouldn't be a problem. It's not a problem because people who sees me, they have similar frequency with me. And he who sees you has similar frequency with you and they will follow you and others will follow me. And it is not something like a cake on the table and hundred people in the room, but the cake is only for eight people. So of course you would try to get a slice of cake if you're hungry, but there are plenty of cakes in the world and plenty of clients in the world. So we don't need to compare ourselves or our income. I had that point in the beginning. Five years ago, when I started writing my book, I haven't published it yet, but I was thinking plenty of books and is it really my soul's purpose to write that book? And I just asked for a sign. I was with my mentor in our session. We were just talking about it. And I was having that session in my car. And she told me to a little fade and ask questions to receive signs from the universe. And I just say, okay, universe, send me some signs that I'm supposed to write that book. And just in that moment, a bus passed in front of me and I saw the word Buddha. And Buddha means alignment, light, and all the good things for me. And this was my answer to, yes, it's a part of your soul's purpose, so go for it. And if there is someone who confused about starting her own business and who thinks that there are oh, plenty of other coaches or restaurant owners or makers. It's okay. Yes, there are plenty of people who is doing the same thing, but none of them are you. 
none of them can achieve what you can achieve because it's only your soul's purpose. I love how you've gone on a completely spiritual soul way of thinking about it. Because in marketing, the biggest thing I get is I can't niche to only this. I can't only have niche clients because I'm yep. going to miss out. And I'm like, no, but you can. Thousands of marketers and I don't have any misguidance that every client's going to be mine. I don't want every client. The other thing is worth for me started with going, oh, not only is not every client, I can say no, because not everybody's going to be good for me. I can then say, this is what I would like instead. And the other thing that you were talking about, which I think is really important, is you ask for a sign and the, this bus comes by. And to me, I don't think there's coincidences, right? The universe will send us exactly what we need when we need it. Absolutely. And when we align with our soul's purpose, we don't need to know purpose like a sense, oh, I need to save the world or I need to do this or that. But when we can basically see how we feel. So I have a sentence and I always say that one day if I become famous, I want people to quote that sentence of mine. And it is our emotions are our golden purpose and they lead us to our highest potential. And I truly believe in that. And for alignment... We just need to read our emotions because each emotion, each unpleasant emotion is there to show us where we feel unworthy. So if a friend is not texting us back and it bothers us, we feel unworthy. We think that, oh, I care about her, but she doesn't give me the same attention or care. It's the same when we have problem with our boss. Oh, I give so much, but he doesn't even see what I do or he doesn't promote me even though I deserve because we always feel either we deserve, but we cannot get it. At the mind level, we have this, but if we can't manifest it, we only think that we only have that idea of we deserve it at the mind level. But if we dig deep enough, we see that even though we have a belief that we deserve it, we don't feel it by heart. We don't know it by heart. In our heart, we feel like, oh, I don't deserve it. I'm not worth it. Or even my parents couldn't do that. Or they don't have that amount of budget in their life. So how would I have it? It could be anything. There are plenty of different types of <laughs> limiting beliefs. But the thing is, if we truly see how worthy we are, we don't question if we would have clients, if we would have a decent amount of money or even more, because we know that we deserve it. It is our birthright to have more prosperity, more love, abundance, health and wealth. It's like different types of countries all around the world. And in one country for children's rights or women's rights, they have less than we do. For us, it is unbelievable that some women cannot drive in the country. So imagine that as a United States citizen, you wouldn't have these kind of things in your mind. It's your birthright to have a car and drive on the streets. But for that person, it's not. And when you know you are worthy of having a car and drive it, it's okay for you. You don't even pay attention or it doesn't make you feel happy sometimes because it's your birthright. Of course, you get happy, but you don't get as happier as that woman 
in this country who can't drive legally. And seeing that our birth rights are not only having healthcare system or, I don't know, receiving water. These are our rights and we deeply know that we worth it, we deserve it, and it's our own right. And it's the same if we can do it for prosperity because we are living in a world that we basically magnetize the things we believe that we deserve it and we know that are worth it. So let me ask you this question. Part of what you share is a step-by-step aligning yourself. What do you think is, what is the beginning step? Because there's two types of people out, out there. I think there's those of us who know this and started to learn how to live this and then we forget. And it takes things like this to remind us. But I also think that there's are those who are like, something's off. I know that I want to feel better, but I'm so stuck living in this Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black. I know that there's something not quite right. What can the, the women like that start? Because I don't think that most women realize what their self-talk is because they're so used to their self-talk. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. First of all, I would say they should notice if they struggle emotionally or physically because we embody the emotions, the feelings actually, and this is where we get sick and each part of our body tells us another thing about our emotions. So if we struggle, it means we are keeping ourselves short and there is a hidden gem within us waiting to be discovered and We need to find and unleash this hidden gem so we can live a life at our potential. So basically, seeing that we struggle is a good thing. (laughs) Of course, it shouldn't take so long. If we are at the beginning of our path, we should pay attention to our emotions. And there is another thing that I can recommend. Knowing their natal chart, birth chart, could be a great roadmap for each entrepreneur because our birth charts are our user manual and they basically tell us who we are, where do we feel unworthy and how we can transmute those wounds, those unworthiness wounds. And once we transmute them in our lives, we all have different names, different peoples, but the same story attracting over and over. And those are some of our main unworthiness wounds. And we can see it through our birth chart or we can see it through our emotions and we can see ways to transmit it. For this, I recommend first they should find a good mentor because I think we all need this when we start working as an entrepreneur because as we talked, we have every requirement, but we just can't expand even though we have them. This is where we... So we'll end on something you said. Really key is that it's different people, same lesson. So are you of the belief system? We have the opportunity until we learn the lesson. And I really think that sometimes that ideology of that person comes back. Every name, same thing, is to see if we've really learned it. Yeah, I think so. Because imagine that you are on the road and I don't know if uh, this uh, recent navigation 
things also do the same. But in the past, if you don't turn right, when it said turn right, it would keep telling get back and turn right, get back and turn right. right all the time. Just like that. The universe also doing the same. And it has a unique language to speak with each of us. So we should understand what the universe is telling us. Just like my question, when we just ask it the question in a simple way, it responds all the time. There is no skip. All the time it gives us the answer, but with different ways. So yes, if we don't get the lesson, it tries to grab our attention to that point in a more rigid way. So each time it gives a more higher impulse to take your attention to that point. So you can see, hey, you need to reconnect your worthiness from that point. You need to see that you are worthy, but it is the part you skip all the time. This is what universe is telling us, basically. I love that. Even if we were saying about vibration before, because of really, essentially, we were talking about it with business, that our vibration match our clients, but it's the same thing with these listens. And Wendy, I love this as well. Imagine as two adults, we are having a conversation and I'm asking you, Wendy, which color is this shirt? And you give me an answer. And then I keep asking the same question for five times. At a point, you would get mad and you would say, okay, you know, something, whatever, but you would try to get rid of me or yell at me. You would do something. It's the same. Each time, you know, it's telling us, okay, Kubra, you should see that. And I say, nah, I don't want, but you should see and fix that problem. And I say, no. And, oh, no, I don't want to fix it. It's good to have a problem. I keep saying some stupid things. And of course, it gets mad at the end and have an even harder situation for me so that I can finally see and transmute whatever it is telling to me. Yep. And it goes along with that idea, because I'm sure you've heard it, is why does this keep happening to me? Well, till you've learned the lesson that really needs to be learned so that you can move past that. But thank you. I love that you said that. So I have to wrap up our time. I could go talking to you forever about this stuff. So you do have an offer for our audience. And also I want you to let the audience know how to get in touch with you. If you could do that now, that would be great. Yeah, sure. I would be happy to. All From all of the platforms like Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook, I am with my name, Kubra Özgüvenç. I know it's a little bit hard, so they will see from the title. Also, the gift is I created that Be Boldly You movement to encourage women to live a life at their potential confidently. So I created five steps of technique to put it in an easier way. And I have a free five days email course that they can join and benefit. And I would love to hear their opinion as well if they start to challenge the course. It's called Be Boldly You challenge. They all very welcome to join this challenge. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Definitely reach out to Kubra. She has a wealth of information. And if you are a woman who are asking themselves, why do I keep hitting this wall? I don't understand it. This is where I've found a lot of the answers are changing your vibrations. One of the ways to do that is to work with somebody like Kubra so that you can rise yourself worth and really see what's going on there for you. So Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Wendy, for having me. Bye, everyone. <laughs>